Welcome in to the Soren Sports Podcast. I am your host, Braden, and as always, I am joined by Alan. Today, we're going to be talking about a couple different subjects, but we're going to start off and talk about, you know, the return date that the NHL has just barely announced over that they've decided on over this past weekend. And we'll discuss, you know, how many were fearing that there wouldn't be a season as it was turning into what uh, baseball went through with their labor negotiations over the past, you know, spring and summer. And uh, we'll also get into a little bit of basketball news as it's coming back, and we'll just go from there. But we'll start off, and first off, we'll discuss, you know, Alan, how you doing? I've been doing good so far. Uh, everything's been pretty good, just taking it easy today. Um, nothing much. So tomorrow I'll be busy with orientation and getting dinner ready, but it's been good so far. How about yourself? Yeah, I've been pretty good. It's, you know, nearing the end of uh, a school semester, so with lots of finals, mm-hmm. lots of uh, yeah. homework, you know. In fact, I was working on a final before we started uh, this episode today, so it was kind of fun to get into that and discuss everything that I've learned throughout a semester. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing to say, just getting things done little by little, and it's when you compare having assignments like this now to just close to thin. So that's good to hear. Same with me and just keep keep going up. That's all that's all we can do. Yeah. But let's get started, you know. Uh the past few months, you know, the NHL at the beginning of uh, the off season they announced that they uh were wanting to come back into, you know, the regular season starting January 1st, but we were kind of stalled as to uh, what was going on. We weren't, we were basically hearing crickets and not getting much information from anybody. And uh, it kind of sounded to me as a big baseball fan, it kind of sounded like what we were experiencing this past off season with the major league baseball. Mm -hmm. What were your thoughts on all that, Alan? Well, it, well, it, when it's a collection and bargain, when it's a collection bargaining agreement, that's what you should expect. It's not that it's not pretty. It's not not something that not a lot of people want to deal with. But it, it's part of the game. Like you, you look at it in the NBA, they've had their collective bargaining agreement, and it's been ugly at times. But I think at the end. Um, with the players association and the owners and commissioners like realizing this is a different season. We don't know what's going to happen with coat with the pandemic though. There's progress as far as vaccine is goes, but we'll talk about that some of the time. They realize we got to get something going and that's how it is. You know, like now with a date, a date in place, it, it allows the players to really, Reemphasize their enthusiasm. Reemphasize their training, though they've been training after the season. So it really has helped the league now push forward and now starting to make things go from there. Exactly, 
And, you know, it, when it comes to labor negotiations of any kind, no one wants to hear billionaires and millionaires arguing over money. And something that I actually applaud what the NHL for doing was the fact that they kind of kept their negotiations hush-hush. Not much information was getting leaked out. The only thing we could were gathering was that people were disputing some, the financial aspect of the season, something that they had already previously agreed on with the re most recent CBA. And so there was a lot of uh, back and forth on that. And uh, But other than that, we, we had no clue. You know, we went a whole month last month of not knowing what was going on. And it wasn't until last weekend, really, that any, you know, decisions had been announced or even made, you know. And while it, we're seeing that not they uh, aren't really returning to play right away um, and on the January 1st date like they necessarily wanted because training camps would have to start pretty much now, they are going to be returning to play here shortly, and that's exciting. Yeah, absolutely, and and now with the returning of play, um, now comes in. All right, how are we gonna do it? And obviously, what plays a factor is that Canada is still in lockdown, which they're not gonna allow their teams to play. So there's been talk, and I don't. Or what I want to hear your perspective on this, because to me it sounds like a good idea, but. We'll see how will this affect. There's talk about doing a Canada conference, meaning all those teams that, from the from the Maple Leafs to the Canadians to the Canucks, the Oilers, those teams that are based in Canada, instead of having West and Eastern Conference, just do USA Conference and Canada Conference. Like it's interesting, but is it a good idea, or it, should they just like find a home in the U.S. temporarily until things in Canada start calming down. You know, that's something a lot of people in the hockey world have been thinking a lot about and discussing a lot as, you know, we've been waiting to hear about this period and what the, what the new season's going to look like. Um, I think personally that as we're going to see a lot of, teams do particularly well um toronto and vancouver are looking up uh, winnipeg and montreal are doing okay calgary's made a lot of good moves this offseason so we'll, it's going to look like it's going to be at least competitive um one thing to keep an eye on is the fact that they will have seven teams versus eight so that means there's going to be less competition for the playoffs in those teams with those teams and then in that division but overall i think it's going to be a decently competitive division um, unfortunately Ottawa is kind of like what Miami's been the past few years in baseball with not doing so well right now they're kind of in a rebuilding mode so Ottawa is going to be a fairly easy team for the rest of the Canadian teams another thing we have to keep in mind is that you know Vancouver is on the west coast and then you have to fly to Toronto which is on the east coast and that's a lot of travel and with COVID restrictions, we're going to probably see maybe some baseball series games or other type situations just because of how far the distance between these teams is going to be. But overall, I think it's going to be a decent 
competition and you know if there is a Stanley Cup winner in Canada it's going to be because they are a contender and they're going to be the ones that in the end no matter what they're going to win it just you know like going back to baseball just like how the Los Angeles Dodgers handled their division and were able to rise above you know a mediocre competition level and come playoff time they won all their series and they were able to move forward and do everything that they needed to do in order to win that championship so if they're is going to be a team from Canada that wins the Stanley Cup. They're going to be able to do so. So okay, uh, I see that point. Uh, this is something that I've been thinking about uh, just for a couple hours. And like, and yeah, you mentioned the Dodgers. Like, yeah, being just traveling between the opponents from the from the NL and AL West division. Um, I thought, okay, like, I don't know if that's going to work, but it, it was beneficial, and and we'll, and hopefully these Canadian teams can can readjust and really can find themselves in a position to, to succeed. So hopefully we might see one of those teams prevail, but it all comes down to, like I said, like, can, can they use these games, especially those top teams from Canada, like one of them, the Oilers, to be like, hey, like, let's let's use this for the playoffs to get ourselves motivated and and start playing these real teams, how, like how to handle it. So, but you know, in hockey, anything anything can happen. So, so we'll we'll see how it goes. But I I do see your point, and. Hopefully this works, and hopefully this works for for everyone for the common good. So as you can see, no, okay, never mind. Brandon is back. <laughs> Hold on, uh, I think he's on mute. People, uh, just give us a oh. moment. <laughs> uh, sorry about that yeah. too. There okay, we go. Alan, you there bring we go. up a he's, really he's... good point. You know, like it's definitely not ideal, right? And people in hockey are maybe not necessarily happy about the situation as it stands, you know. People would love to see, you know, Vancouver play in the States, right? People would love to see them play in their division as that's how hockey's set up. But, you know, it's we're still in this COVID-ridden world and we got to kind of assume that that's how things are going to pan out the foreseeable future and so we can only do so much and so you know it's not ideal but this canadian division might actually just work out and we got to remember guys that this canadian division it's not going to be forever and you know it's everything if we can get everything taken control of with the pandemic everything will return back to normal here shortly yeah, absolutely, and and just go from there. Like this isn't you mentioned that it's not permanent. This is just temporal, and and we'll go from there. Obviously, obviously, like with fifty-two, fifty-six games, it's gonna help, and and obviously now with everybody playing in their stadiums, we'll see how it goes. Um, 
it's just a matter of making sure the players are safe, the facilities are in great conditions to play, and and just go out there and play the game. And and really, like, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, it's similar to the NBA, which we will talk about later on. And when we get players tested positive for COVID right away, where can- games will be canceled or postponed, we don't know. We don't know, but all we can do is just start the season the way it should be. And with the, the methods that have been used, then, then use it to make sure the players, the coaches, and all the, the staff are safe. Exactly. And while we don't necessarily know how the NHL is going to handle it, um, a lot of the articles I've been reading today and a lot of the information I've been hearing, listening to through other podcasts and just things that I've been doing to learn more about it, because up until today, I had no idea that they announced they were coming back. <laughs> but um, we got to remember a lot of the NHL teams actually share facilities with NBA teams. You know, for example, the Denver Nuggets and Colorado Avalanche both share ball arena. Um, so. Yeah as well as, you know, I believe the L.A. Kings and the Lakers share the Staples Center. Yes, the absolutely, Staples Center. You could say the same thing for the Celtics. You could say the same thing for even Detroit. Mm-hmm. They, they both share the same arena. You, you could say Dallas, mm-hmm. same thing. So, so, yeah, there's several stadiums like that. So, so I wouldn't be too surprised if – the NHL kind of consults with the NBA a little bit get as and kind of gets more in-depth knowledge of how they're going to handle their protocols and what they're going to yeah, do. absolutely. And while hockey's obviously a lot different than basketball in, in so many ways, the protocols for COVID-19 will probably look fairly sim- similar with the yeah. NHL. Um, one of the articles... Yeah, keep in mind. Yeah, one of ahead. the articles I read also mentioned that we'd all... While hockey and basketball can't do, you know, a doubleheader postponement like baseball does, we might see something similar to what the NFL has done, where they just postpone the game until everyone's cleared health-wise in order to play. Um, and so we will probably see a lot of that as well. Yeah, possibly. And then also, um, like, if you look in California, they're on a – they just shut down again for – what I think three three weeks. So now, like with the NBA season starting and thinking NHL, um, I won't be. It, it won't be. It won't come to a surprise if we see the Lake. Like obviously, the first opponent the Lakers have are the Clippers, and since they're both based in LA, they might not play in LA. They might play say, oh, we're playing in in Dallas. Or we're playing in in Miami, so and it will be for like a for, for foreseeable future until things in California calm down. I won't be surprised if we hear the same thing for the Kings that the Kings have to go play. Uh, I don't know the Las Vegas, Las Vegas, and instead of playing them at Staples Center, which that that's their home, they have to go play in say. Detroit or Tampa Bay or Vegas or or Vegas 
And so, so be on the lookout for that because that will happen. And, and it's going to be a lot of movement, pretty much. No more, no more bubble, no more like staying in one place. It's all just like baseball. You mentioned it scattered all over till the postseason. Or like right now in football, we're just scattered all over the place. So be on the lookout for that. And it's going to be a very, very interesting season for hockey. Exactly. One thing we need to keep in mind is, you know, the Olympics are still scheduled to come back next year in 2021. Obviously, they're the Summer Olympics and they start in July. So part of why the NHL mm-hmm. is doing at 56 games instead of the regular one, or not 162, that's baseball, the regular 82 that they do. Um, uh-huh. is because of the Olympics, and they want to get as much of their yeah, playoff revenue as they can to offset some of the losses they'll have because of the season. And NBC, after as of the season, will still have sole, sole broadcasting rights for the Stanley Cup playoffs. And yeah. as they're the only like channel that here in the Americas that will actually play, <laughs> the Stanley Cup playoffs on TV. They're also mm-hmm. the channel the Olympics co- comes through on, and yeah. so NHL is like, well, we want to award the Stanley Cup before the Olympics, and return to a normal sense of being as quickly as we can. And so that also influenced the amount of gains. It wasn't like baseball where people were fearing the second wave, which has come, but more so of the Olympics. Because we're all hoping, and a lot of the reports I've been reading lately have been saying that by summer, we should be able to have a return somewhat back to a normal life. You know, with, so yeah. that's, that's exciting. Everybody keep wearing masks, keep washing your hands, keep doing you need, things you need to do in order to protect yourself from the virus. But like, everything should work out. And that's what we got to remember. And while we're not in a bubble right now, we might see teams, we might even see the NFL do this, but we might see if things aren't worked out by summer, we might see a return to the bubble for the playoffs. Yeah, I wouldn't surprise me at all. And and if a bubble does happen, it worked, but obviously the players are like, not again, never again. So... So we'll we'll see how that goes and and really like you mentioned like the NHL they want to start their season get it like do it well but get it over with because yes like revenue like TV revenue is huge like you may not have uh, seat revenue but TV revenue is what makes it different so so yeah like take advantage of it and and just do what you can and obviously that's when. The Summer Olympics will will be the granddaddy of them all, and and take it over. So, so this this not only affects hockey as well. This also affects like pretty much every international sport that's playing during the season. So, like that's why they you're seeing soccer like like after their their break. Oh, two weeks later, season started just like mm-hmm. that. And they're and they're doing a good job at it. And I think now. Leagues are taking notice, like, okay, they're starting over. The NHL is going to start in January. The NBA obviously will start in about, let's see, what's the day? 
the ninth. Florida will start in two weeks. So, so yeah, like moving things along and so that way their players can have the rest necessary to compete in the Olympics because they they do want to represent their nations and they really want to to really showcase that hey we're we're here to stay and and we want we want that gold exactly and as the Olympics get closer I'm sure we'll cover a lot of Olympic stuff as they get closer next year so stay yeah, yeah. stay tuned for that but we also got to remember you know both hockey and basketball have had relatively short off seasons. They both finished what September, late August, early September, and basketball mm-hmm. starting up right now. Hockey starting up next month, with training camp starting just a week or two after basketball. You've been at it a week or two, you know. So like the effect that players' bodies are going to be. <laughs> undertaking is going to be a major concern for a lot of people in the in the yeah. industry and fans as well they don't we don't like to see our favorite players get injured or anybody get injured you know it's it's not yeah. fun you know but so that's going to be a concern but it's also going to be interesting because you know how they have had a sh- shorter off season so do you think that players are still going to be in game type shape or do you think they're gonna we're gonna see the regular like <laughs> slow start to seasons with quick ramp ups as it goes um, on? I think I think you could you'll see some rustiness, you know. Um for some of these guys, like I think what what really is gonna help is like beforehand you had the I don't know, like three or four month layoff, meaning rest. So that gave them an opportunity to Heal their body and everything that way. When it restarted for hockey, they were all good to go, and re- and and really some of the games that I watched, um, that I was like, whoa, okay, some real scoring right away, right away. Like no no rustiness. It's like they haven't even. It's like they they've. It's like they have not forgotten how to skate, so and how to shoot the puck as well. So. I think it, it'll work out. There will be some rustiness for sure, yeah, because, oh, like, right away already. But I think I would say after two weeks, then things will go afloat instead of, like, what happened where, where like, to start where it's just, oh, they came back and it's like, whoa, what happened? I, I don't think that won't happen. It won't happen a lot. But I would say... It will be normal, but I won't be surprised either if they decide to – well, not they, but if the rustiness comes in and and normally shots that are easy to make become – are missed. So I could see that happening, but I think in my personal opinion, I think it's going to be normal. Like the players will be right away engaged and – and will be in tune to the game and to the surroundings at all times. That's that's kind of what I was thinking, you know, and especially because training camps are, are going to be a part of this season. We're going to, as well, we're, we'll be able to see a lot less rustiness than we probably would otherwise. So that's going to be important, you know. 
but it's also good because we we haven't really touched on it yet, but we probably should. With the return to play date of January 13th, that also gives time for players who live abroad to come back to the States, to their respective cities, yeah. and quarantine and get ready to play as well. Like, you know, for example, the Aval- I'm I'm deep in Avalanche world, so I'll bring up a couple of Avalanche players. Like, we have Martin Kaut, who's been playing in the Czech League, who's going to, now going to be able to come back for training camp. We have a couple of players who have been playing in Sweden, now going to be able to come back at, with, by this date from quarantine and be able to be in time for training camp, you know. And so because of this date, people are going to be able to follow the health protocols necessary as well as get back in time for the season and whatever they need to do. Yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely, it, it plays a huge role, giving time for the foreign players to, like, quarantine. So, yeah, I think the, the date is perfect, and and it, it will give them more time than ever to, to start training. And that's the thing you mentioned, having training camp is, is important. Obviously, training camp is how it's normally done to how it is today. It's, it's different. But obviously, the routine is the same. They'll get to have some reps going. They'll get to skate around, like warm up and shooting the puck and, and making passes. And it will just allow the players to just really, like, use their skill to, to improve and work on, work on their fundamentals. And I think that's so very important. And and really, we're gonna. That's what we're gonna see. Okay, which teams really use their time wisely, to to use their their to improve their skills, but also which teams use training had did not make the most out of it. So, so it's gonna be exciting, and and the timing couldn't have been perfect for for the NHL. I agree, and I think it's good. <laughs> You know, the only thing I wish is that they were starting sooner, <laughs> you know. But yeah, I get, I get as, that, yeah. You know, a new, like, somewhat newer fan to the sport of hockey, like, you know, I've always had interest in it, but as a newer watcher of the game, it it was kind of hard to see get started right after, as the pause started and get into it right as the pause started, happened, and then watch the Stanley Cup playoffs and not really know how teams got there or how good they are. And, you know, like, now I'm going to be able to have that chance to watch some games throughout the entire season. I might not watch every game because, I'm, you know, I'm still a college student, so that's priority. But, like, if I have time, you know, might as well watch a game, you know, and just see how players handle this situation. And hopefully it goes a lot better than, we would yeah. expect. Absolutely. But you know, you can, you make time. <laughs> that's, all, that's all that matters. Just make time <laughs> and go from there, just like that. Maybe like, I'll return to my World time. Series setup. <laughs> that's how it is. You know that. Like, we all know that. Like, as students, you make time. Yeah. And, and yeah, like, the action will happen. And, and obviously, like, we couldn't ask for a better, uh, year like a better gift to start off the year and and yeah go forward from there yeah you know i think we'll end this particular episode here 
Um, but if we get more news on the NHL's return to play, we'll definitely record and get everybody accustomed to that. You know, after this week, we'll probably start the NHL series on international players in hockey, um, meaning like the kind of similar to how we did with basketball. Um, and then we'll go from there. So everybody stay tuned for that. And we'll, we'll see everybody next time. Till next time.